You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's C Sparky Fiverr, 1250 AM, The Fan. Follow me on Twitter, at Sparky Radio. And we're going to start doing our mock drafts now uh, once a week here on Curd and Long. Uh, Ryan Horvath, obviously, not here today. Uh, so we are going to go just you and me doing this mock draft together. As I said earlier uh, in this podcast, I have become addicted uh, to doing these podcasts. And I've done three and four round mock drafts is usually what I do. I don't start diving into five, six, and seven uh, because you you really have to be over the top into this to know what the heck you're doing once you get that that later uh, in, involved here. So let's start this up again using profootballnetwork.com. I'm not going to do any trades, all right? So we're going to go trade-free in this one, and we'll just kind of see how this whole thing uh, pops out. Again, uh, Caleb Williams won. See, this is the craziness. Joe Altu to Washington. Drake May, three to New England. Marvin Harrison, four. Um, And and then you start going down. Jaden Daniels goes all the way to nine uh, to the Raiders. And by the way, I don't don't know how that is all going to fall at the top of this draft because it's all going to depend on free agency. Because if Kirk Cousins signs in Atlanta, that's going to take them out of drafting a quarterback. If in Washington they decide that Sam Howell is that guy and he's their quarterback, then they're not going to take a quarterback. They may trade back unless somebody else come up uh, and take one of these quarterbacks like Drake May or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see who does what in free agency and through trade prior to the draft to see really what the top teams look like and how many of them actually still need quarterbacks by the time you get to that point. So just going to reject all of these trade offers. See, not again here. Here's a trade offer, and there's no way this is going to happen. But th- this is Packers pick at 25, and this offer is Tampa at, 20, at 26. You move back one spot, and Tampa gives you a second. If in reality that were ever to occur, Brian Gunnikun says, yes, thank you very much. Have a nice day. But again, I, I don't think that's realistic, but either way. Okay, so we move on. So some of the people that are here, McCarthy and Nick's at quarterback. There's no way they're taking a quarterback uh, in the first round. Fuaga, the offensive tackle from Oregon State, uh, is there. Uh, Murphy, the second, the defensive tackle out of Texas. Mims, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. Kitchens, the safety out of Miami, uh, are all some of the guys that are still sitting there. Uh, Last tier is still there, the cornerback from Georgia. Jackson Powers Johnson, the center from Oregon, who I like. So those are some of the options. I'm just going to take 
uh, chalk here. I'm going to go offensive tackle and take Fuaga uh, with that pick. I don't know if they'll go offensive tackle in the first round, but in that situation, I would just because I don't really want to take a safety in the first. All right, so now we get to pick number 41 for the Packers. Uh, We'll reject these trade offers. And now we look at what's best available there. Now, Murphy, the second, the defensive tackle from Texas, uh, is still there in the second round. Leonard Taylor from Miami is still there. Suamatea, I think that's how you say The offensive tackle from BYU uh, is still there as well. Uh, Leggett, the South Carolina wide receiver. McConkie, the wide receiver from Georgia. Worthy, the wide receiver from Texas. Uh, Javondre Sweat, the defensive tackle from Texas, uh, is still there too. And I'm going to do something that uh, may not be so popular, uh, but having Chad Ryder on and having talked to Chad Ryder, who is a senior NFL draft analyst for NFL.com uh, and you know has lived in the state on and off for quite some time and uh, knows people, obviously, he really thinks that there's a chance they could take Javondre Sweat uh, in the first round. Uh, the defensive tackle from Texas, who's damn near 400 pounds and gigantic. Now, that was previous to the Boston College head coach becoming the defensive coordinator in Green Bay, so maybe that changes things. But I'm still going to go to Andre Sweat, the defensive tackle out of Texas right there uh, at that pick at 41. Now, the Packers' next pick uh, will be coming up at 58 uh, as we go through this mock draft here again at Pro Football Network. So, so far... Got an offensive tackle and a defensive tackle, right? So you build from the inside out. Got to stop the run, so sweat start uh, helps with that. Uh, and then you're eventually going to need uh, a tackle. So whether that be Zach Tom goes to left tackle and the tackle you draft goes to the right side, uh, or the tackle that you draft ends up being the guy that replaces uh, Rasheed Walker and David Bakhtiari on the left side, whatever. But they have to draft at least one or two tackles, in my opinion, in this draft, regardless of where they draft him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we reject some more trades here. And now you're at pick 58. Uh, And now here we go again. Uh, Chris Jenkins, the defensive tackle uh, from Michigan. Cedric Gray, the linebacker from North Carolina. Bo Braid, the safety from Maryland. Uh, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., the linebacker from Clemson at 68, uh, is still there as well. Uh, Got a couple of cornerbacks. uh, Kalen Carson from Wake Forest. DJ James from Auburn. Uh, so those are some of the guys there. Plus, also still there on the board is uh, Bucky Irving, uh, the running back from Oregon. Now, I'm going to tell you, me personally, I love Bucky Irving. Like, that is my guy that I want this Packers team to take in this draft is him. That's who I want uh, at running back. This would be considered, I think, possibly a reach, uh, but I'm going to do it anyhow because I love Bucky Irving, the running back out of Oregon. So I'm taking Bucky Irving there. Uh, at 58. Now you wait uh, because now you don't have another pick uh, until 88. Now, the one thing I'm sure you are probably doing right now is being like, Sparky, you're an idiot. They need corners. They need a safety. They need linebackers. And you haven't drafted any one of those three positions to this point. And you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. But if we're doing, in my opinion, best available, 
of who Goody may want at that spot, who he likes the best, uh, this may be a, a way of how it may end up playing out. You may not get a corner or a safety there in the first couple of rounds. And may, now you get to round three, and you look to see what else is still left there. Now, here at this point in round three, uh, Jalen Polk, the wide receiver out of Washington, uh, you have Jeremiah Trotter Jr. still there, the linebacker from Clemson, Jalen McMillan, the wide receiver from Washington, uh, you've got running back Shipley from Clemson, Braylon Allen from Wisconsin, Johnny Wilson, the wide receiver from Florida State, James Williams, the safety from uh, Miami, all still there. I personally like Jeremiah Trotter Jr., uh, the linebacker from Clemson. They're going to need linebacker help. Uh, so I'm going to go with Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Uh, with that pick there at 88. Now the Packers come right back again a couple picks later, uh, and they now pick at 91. Uh, their last pick here in the third round. Now, once you get to this spot, now, again, I don't think it's anything different than what you were doing before. I think you still start talking about, you know, who do you like the best uh, in this uh, of what's left there? I like Josh Newton, uh, the cornerback out of TCU of what's still there. James Williams, the safety out of Florida, you could say, uh, is worthy of your time. I'm not really concerned about taking wide receivers in this draft. Uh, I'm not really concerned about taking um, several running backs if I really like one, which I do. Um, could I see them going, you know, with a speed type back in that first uh, running back selection and then coming back with more of a bruiser um, with some speed element to him and Braylon Allen later? Uh, yeah, I could see them possibly doing that. I guess that would make sense. I don't think I would. Um, they desperately need quarters. I'm going to go with Josh Newton out of TCU um, at 95. Or 91, I should say. 91, Josh Newton, quarterback out of TCU. Uh, and that'll do it for three rounds. Just did a three-round Mac here. So you get Fuaga, the offensive tackle out of Oregon State. Tavondre Sweat, the defensive tackle out of Texas. Bucky Irving, the running back out of Oregon. Jeremiah Trotter Jr., the linebacker out of Clemson. And Josh Newton, the cornerback out of TCU. And I know, we didn't get a safety. I understand. But that's how the draft board kind of fell. And again, I didn't make any trades, right? So... After you took Fuaga, you know, at 25, you could have tried to move back up to take one of these other corner uh, the safeties. You could take, you know, the court, the safety uh, out, out of Minnesota, the kid out of Kitchens, out of Miami, whatever. You could move up if you wanted to. You have multiple twos and multiple threes. But for this exercise here, for this mock draft, I didn't want to make any trades. So it kind of fell the way it did. And to be honest with you, I'm pretty happy with what I got out of this. You know, you, you got a starting offensive tackle, a starting defensive tackle that's going to help you stop the run. Um, a speed back that uh, you know breaks tackles at a fairly fo- a fairly good rate. Uh, and Bucky Irving out of Oregon, you get Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Um, that gives you some depth at linebacker, and then Josh Newton, a cornerback out of TCU, that again gives you uh, some depth to go with Valentine and Jair Alexander. I have no faith that Eric Stokes will be right, but if he is, then that secondary is really good to go if Stokes can get back to being healthy. So for three rounds and five players. You feel really good about that. I'll say something else. If I am Brian Gutenkunst in this draft, and you're at, say, I don't know, 41, 58, whatever, uh, and somebody comes knocking and says, hey, man, you know, I, I want to move up from 50 to 41, or whatever the case may be, and if you're looking at your draft board and going, yeah, sounds good, I, I don't want picks in this draft. I, I don't want additional picks. Like I'll flop with you, but I want to pick for next year. 
right? So you want to flop, then I'll take your third. I'll take uh, your third round pick next year, or I'll take your fourth round pick next year, or I'll take your second round pick next year. Whatever it is, I want to start accumulating extra picks for next year. I'm not worried about taking your fourth and sixth this year. Don't care. I'll take your third next year instead, and we'll call it a day and keep your picks for the rest of the year. Because the Packers have so many picks already at the top of this draft, I don't need more picks. But I will take more picks at the top of next year's draft where I don't have an accumulation and stockpile of picks. That's what I'm trying to do here if I'm Brian Goodenkunst. 